So that must have been pretty hard to deal with, being let go. You know what? I mean, no, not really. Them letting me go was a business decision. So while it hurt my feelings, yes, it's not something that I took personally. But sitting in that meeting and watching White Ryan pitch my idea like it was his and then turning around and getting rewarded for it by getting my job, that was hard. White Ryan? (laughs) Yeah, that's what tends to come out whenever I say his name. Does race have anything to do with your frustration with him? I mean, I don't want it to, but let's keep it real. Ryan was my straight white male subordinate. Do you think for one second he would have tried that if I was a man? Or white, for that matter? Uh, I understand that. It just seems like despite everything I've done to achieve this level of badassery in life, I was still reduced to being called a resource by Ian when he let me go. When I tried to explain that that idea Ryan Pish was mine, Ian shut me down, like put his hand up and silenced me. I'm just really tired of feeling like I always have to escape men who expect me to be silent while they rob me of my voice. Hmm. That's an interesting word choice, Kenya. Rob? Escape? Who else have you had to escape that you felt was trying to rob you of your voice? Huh. I didn't even realize I was putting it like that until it came out, actually. Hmm. I... I don't know. My ex-husband, maybe? And what did your ex-husband do to make you feel this way? I don't... I don't know. They just keep flying out before I actually think about what I'm saying. You mean censor what you're saying? Yeah. Censor's a good word, I guess. Why do you feel like it's so hard to call out why you felt the need to escape your ex-husband? <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm really not ready to discuss my ex-husband just yet. Is that okay? Of course it is. Let's go back to your job situation. How have you been dealing with that loss? Oh, it'll be fine. Fine? Can I get a little more context? I don't really know what else you want me to say. The company made a business decision and they decided to let me go. What other choice do I have but to accept that? It was a business decision, sure. But losing a job can bring up all sorts of feelings like devastation or rejection. I'm just trying to get a sense of how you deal with those feelings. Okay, so I have this general rule that I live by. I give myself 48 hours to cry, kick, scream, cuss, sit in denial, and then at the end, I accept it all. And then once that's all done, it's back to badassery. So you basically speed through the stages of grief in two days? Uh, yeah. And that works for you? (laughs) Yes, It's 48 hours of collective crying and releasing. And then I'm good. It's above me now. Okay, Kenya. Take me back to your process of grieving. What did that look like for you? I cannot believe they would do this to me. I've given them the best of me for six years. I've brought in more than $30 million worth of business. And they just gonna hand my work over to White Ryan like that? Do you know when I hired that little boy, he had the nerve to say he thought my picture on the website was a stock photo? 
Yes, because I sounded white on the phone. Yes, girl, that's what he said. You know what? I should sue. I should totally sue them. Because they let the white man colonize my idea. And then he took my job. Nah, forget them. I'm going to start my own company. Watch this. I'm going to start my own company, and I'm going to steal all my clients back. I'm coming after all them. Watch. Let me know. Because it ain't the end of times yet. I know, but it's getting close. Yeah, I need my space to breathe. That's why I be going ghost. I ain't trying to stay up on that wide road. Because I can't let them take my I've just worked so hard to be validated by these people. I've climbed this invisible corporate ladder for all these years, only to be knocked down by the same people who pretended to pull me up. No, I'm not drunk. You can't get drunk on wine. Oh, nah. I am so sorry they will no longer have the pleasure of your brilliance among them. May God pour out the abundance of blessings over you. May your feet cover the earth so that your enemies become your footstool. Thank you, Daddy. That means a lot. But speaking of law school, God rarely gives us opportunities like this. He has shut down the whole world and removed all your distractions so that you can finally fulfill your dreams of becoming a lawyer. You mean your dreams, Daddy. Then what are your dreams, Miss Marketer? If you cannot market yourself to a husband, then at least spend your time making yourself more marketable as a lawyer. Daddy, there is so much more to life than simply becoming somebody's wife. I spoke to Obi. He seems to agree that this would be a great time for you to go back to. So you and Obi are going behind my back and planning my life now? No, Ahuna. We just want the best for you. We want you to be happy. This is so Nigerian of you and Obi. How can you possibly be having conversations about my happiness when your conversations don't even include me? Listen, I am your father. I decide what makes you happy. Look, Daddy, I know you and Obi mean well, but... Ahuna, we have money saved to help you go back to school, but we will send you to Nigeria for Uchechi if you do not go back to school. Okay, fine, Daddy, send it to Uchechi. Listen, if you do not go to school, we will not help you with any future endeavors. You will be on your own. Is that what you want? Wow, of course that's not what I want, but... Then think about it and let us know by next week. So, law school, huh? Right. Are you really considering going? Guess I am now. Because your father wants you to. Well, yeah. I mean, he basically said he's going to cut me off if I don't go. And I mean, going back to school does make the most sense right now. At least with a law degree, I'd probably get more respect, be valued. And is that what you're in search of? Respect? To be valued? I I don't really know what I want. I mean, of course I want to be valued. But in the least, I want to be respected for what I've accomplished. Whose respect are you looking to have? Your father? Yeah, my father. The company that I spent six years pouring my heart and soul into. The women my ex-husband slept with. Ah, we're finally getting somewhere. Being respected, 
and being valued are important to you. When you think about your desire to be respected or to be valued, what else comes to mind? Is there anything else you want? I'm honestly still trying to figure that out. It's just hard because I've got so many people in my head telling me who they think I should be or what they envision for me or who they see me becoming. It's really hard to separate my voice from theirs. And this person, Obi, that you said also thinks you should go to law school. Is he another man who robs you of your voice? Obi? No, he's the exact opposite, actually. He's my boyfriend. Okay, tell me about him. Well, he's a lawyer, raised in London, so he's got this sexy accent, really supportive. Everyone who knows him loves him, including my father, but... But what? I don't know. I mean, he says he supports me no matter what. He's extremely patient with my celibacy journey, but... I kind of feel like maybe I'm not Nigerian enough for him. Like, the other shoe's going to drop at any moment, and he's going to say, I need a woman who is going to be at home bearing my children and cooking for me. What makes you think that? That you're not Nigerian enough for him? Has he ever said anything that would make you think that? Well, not in so many words, but... Let me let me give you an example. So my birthday is January 26th. This year, my birthday happened to fall on the day Kobe Bryant died. And it was the worst possible day for me to be sad and upset because that night, Obi had planned this elaborate dinner at his house for me. My goodness, you look gorgeous. Thank you, babe. So do you. And you smell almost as delicious as the aroma of food in here. (laughs) All for you, my love. Come on in. Let me take your coat. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, Obi. It looks so beautiful in here. You have my favorite, all these white roses and all these candles. This is sexy. You did not plan all this by yourself, did you? Of course I planned it. But I'm sure you can guess how Francesca helped me with their execution. I would have no idea where to get all of this in Atlanta. (laughs) Well, you should give Francesca a raise because she completely outdid herself. This is gorgeous. I mean, I might be in love with her more than I am with you. Please don't tell her that. She gives me enough grief already about a raise. Do you love it, really? Oh my God, of course I do. And I just love how it's all accented by the Atlanta skyline. Oh, really now? I distinctly remember you complaining about the panoramic windows and the lack of privacy at first. It's grown on me, okay? It's kind of sexy. Minus the sex. You know what? Don't even start. Oh, come on. You know, I'm just being cheeky. Come now, let's eat. I've had the chef prepare some amazing dishes for us. Wow. You are really pulling out all the stops, huh? Yes, I am. Mm. Here we have crab cakes with a lemon aioli sauce to start. For our main course, we have roasted duck breast with pomegranate citrus glaze, roasted red potatoes and grilled asparagus. And for dessert, 
we'll share this obnoxiously large piece of German chocolate cake. You really have all my favorites here. I, I can't believe you did all this, Obi. Thank you so much. Well, believe it, love. Now sit, eat. Oh my God, so good. I'm still kind of reeling from Kobe Bryant dying. Wasn't that sad? Mm, yeah, it just doesn't seem right, does it? Right, and even still, he accomplished so much in his short life. I mean, what, championships, all-star MVP awards. I even heard today on the news that dude won an Academy Award. I'm sitting here looking at myself at 35 like, girl, what are you doing with your life? Pushing up against 40 with no accomplishments, nothing to show for my name. It kind of makes me feel like a failure. You know what I mean? I'm sorry. I, I don't know what you mean. Not really. Americans are so consumed with meaningless accomplishments. In our home in Nigeria, we don't worry ourselves with such things. We build families and we build a legacy. Perhaps your father wouldn't be so on your case if you cared more about the traditions of Nigeria and not so worried about these sort of uh, meaningless accomplishments. Oh my God, why does it always come back to me not being a traditional Nigerian woman whenever we get into these discussions? I am never going to be like other traditional Nigerian women, Obi. I'm not going to be waiting on you hand or foot. I'm not going to be sitting at home with your fufu and your pepa soup whenever you get off work every day. That's just not me. I have dreams for myself and I feel like I always get punished, whether it's by you or my father, for having dreams. I mean, maybe that's why our relationship is at a standstill right now. Maybe I'm too American and not enough Nigerian for you. Is that it? Kenny, that's not what I meant. And you know why our relationship is here. You refuse to allow us to go any further. I've never complained with our pace, but please don't treat me like I wouldn't take the first trip back to your village and request your hand in marriage. I adore you. Bossy, stubborn, Americanized you. <laughs> well, thank you. Um, listen, I'm sorry. How about I stop talking about death and regret before I ruin the rest of our evening? Does that sound good? Please, God, thank you. Let's enjoy the evening. I've got so much more in store. I can see how you might feel that you're not Nigerian enough, but it doesn't mean that he actually feels that way. Have you ever told him that's how you feel? Oh, God, no. Why not? For what? So he could think I'm insecure or something? Well, no, but so he can understand your feelings and so you can talk through them. Um, yeah, I'd rather not. <laughs> Whenever I've shared my feelings in past relationships, they were always weaponized and used against me later. So I'd rather just hold them in and let them resolve themselves. Like your 48-hour grieving process? Um, yeah, pretty much. Kenya, I've really enjoyed getting to know you during our time today, and I would love to continue working with you. You mean until Cobra runs out and I can no longer afford you? <laughs> well, until you can come to a true understanding of yourself and what you want. In you, I see a beautiful, strong, and put-together woman on the verge of falling apart. 
What I've come to learn about women like you, particularly black women, is that the idea of being well-controlled is almost always synonymous with overwork, avoidance, self-preservation, passivity, or even passive aggression. Wow. And you got all that for me telling you I got fired. Well, it was a little more than that. (laughs) Kenya, you're hiding. And while you've said that you're tired of men who have robbed you of your voice, I think there's a part of you that has become comfortable allowing that to happen as well. Hmm. If you stick with me, I hope to unmask who you really are so that you can stop waiting for people to take action in your life that makes you make moves. What do you say? I mean, sure, but um, I was really hoping to get some guidance on what to do about my dad. What about him? Law school. Should I go? I can't tell you what to do about that. What I will ask you is let's go through a few more sessions before you make that decision. Oh, oh no. He wants to know something by next week. Then let's at least try to have one more by then. (sighs) Okay, I can live with that. Listen, Kenya, you've got this. I think you are going to be okay. Hey, love. You having a good day? Um, pretty good. How about you? Really good, thank you. Our offices are going under lockdown, so I'm headed home. But I wanted to tell you that I love you. And again, I completely support you with whatever you decide to do about school. You know that, right? I do, babe. I do. And knowing that, it really does mean the world to me. Thank you. You're going to take over the world, Kenya Amajoyi. And you don't need a law degree to do that. I love you. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I forgot to say I love you back. I love you back, babe. Hey, pretty girl. Who is this? Oh, come on. You forgot my voice now? (laughs) No, 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 no. Why is he calling? Why is he calling? I'm over him. I'm over him. Why is he calling? Kenya. Thank you for listening to this episode of Unmasked, written and directed by Takara Martin, executive produced by Kenyon Martin and Takara Martin, starring Takara Martin as Kenya, Kenyon Martin as Dr. Cam, Oluwatoi Oladipo as Daddy, Tangi Green as Dr. Makari Rose, the therapist, Timba Robin as Obi Okafor, Felicia Dunn as Jordan Thompson. Brian Dives as Jackson Hart, Rachel Murphy 
as Cynthia from HR and guest caller one, Bobby Gaglini as Ryan, and Dane Scott as Ian. Audio production by Takar Martin.